0: Hello. You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Just Another Sunday in May by Living Underground on AO3. Reading Explicit. Just another Sunday in May, they told themselves, as they woke one another with wandering hands and sleep warmed kisses. There was no specific reason she always booked the three days before and after this weekend off work. Not one that was ever voiced. Just another Sunday in May. He made pancakes, just like any other Sunday. And she avoided church, unlike any other Sunday. They did chores together, putting more effort into making a game out of everything than they usually would. Tag-teaming the laundry, beating out the rugs on the porch together anything to keep the laughter that was driving away the darker thoughts. Around noon, the sun grew too hot to bear, unseasonably hot, and housework was exchanged for reading on the sofa under the sputtering fan that had traveled from shitty motel to shitty motel with them when the guarantee of working AC had been little more than a dream. They drew the blinds, and in the dim they relished in the static of the crackly transistor that sat on the bookshelf, both well aware that neither was processing the words they were reading. Not just another Sunday in May. The radio was turned off after half an hour, the afternoon DJ cheerfully fielding calls from local families, everyone with a story, a message for someone special. He left the room after that, the silence just as oppressive as the heat, and after checking the clock, took up his post by the phone in the kitchen, answering it on its first ring. Lied under his breath to Mrs. Scully, his well-rehearsed. Dana's out this afternoon. I'll have her call you back tomorrow. She needed no more guilt today. He puttered about, fed the chickens, chopped vegetables ready for the salad they'd have for dinner, checking back to see her staring at the same page she'd been on when he left. She needed this time, though. It was only ever worse when she didn't have some time to herself. It's cooled down a little, his voice murmured in her ear as his hands landed on her shoulders, thumbs digging into the tense muscles. Should be cool enough to wash the car. Want help? She tilted her face up from the journal she was staring at to look at him. He'd taken his t-shirt off at some point during the day and she reached behind her to pat his bare chest, comb her fingers through the scrub of hair there. Always, he grinned, pressed a kiss to the top of her head sponges soapy water and hose pipe on hand they made their way outside barefoot down their creaky steps to the dirty prickly grass the sun had been beaming down on the car all day heating it up the first two sprays of water that hit dried within seconds the third took a little longer and the fourth soaking had droplets staying she chucked one of her soapy sponges over at him and they got to work starting on the windscreen and working their way around the opposite sides to the rear. Half an hour of scrubbing and they met at the back, a dab of soap on her nose, and the tension broke. They were breaking down in cackles, leaning into one another despite the lingering heat of the day. This, too, was needed. Mulder, she purred, fingers hooking into the belt loops of his shorts, pulling him closer and bumping her soapy nose into his. Hey, he grinned. Soapy hands tugging at the light blue tank top she was wearing. Sodden in places. Is this new? No, she giggled, licking her lips. Huh, looks good. Yeah? Yeah, though, it would look better upstairs. On the bedroom floor. She snorted, shook her head. That's a terrible line. But did it work? You'll have to wait and see, she muttered taking his sponge and dropping them both in the bucket whilst he picked up the hose pipe and started washing the suds off the car, glinting in the sunlight, shiny like new. He sent her a wicked grin before flicking the spray of water up towards her. Oops. Cold water soaked through her top and shorts, coercing a squeal as she darted out of the way. Oops. Oops. She ran over to him with a laugh, wrestling the hose from his hand and aiming it towards him, chasing him around the yard. Gotcha. His arms wrapped around her waist, lifting her up and pressing his lips against hers. The hose fell from her grasp, twisting snake-like until it settled, her hands gravitating to rake through his hair, tug at the damp strands. Hi, she grinned, bit her bottom lip. Hi. A kiss on her nose, another on her cheeks, her brow, her jaw. Her mole. Then, finally, her lips parted under his, soft and supple and sweet. We should get you out of these wet clothes. Oh, yeah? She looked down at the now translucent top, the way it clung to her breasts. Yeah, he murmured into her collarbone. His fingers started tugging on the bottom of her shorts, her hands gravitating to the fly of his. Well, if mine are coming off, so should yours. Tip for tat, only fair. A smirk, a thumb brushing across a hard nipple, pebbling through her wet t-shirt. Oh, I wouldn't call what you have to offer tat. She nipped at his ear as her hands roamed, nails scratching at the skin under his waistband, slipping into his boxers to play across his ass cheeks, pulling him in closer to her, bracketing his thighs with her own. My thank you. He hooked a finger over the top of her tink top, gave her a wicked smirk before tugging it down below her breasts. Whoops. Whoops. You seem to be making a lot of mistakes today, Mulder. Do you need your head checked? You've known me long enough to know I always need my head checked. He ducked his head, darted his tongue out to lash at her nipple as she raked her fingers through his hair, scratching affectionately at his scalp. Oh. I wouldn't say always, just most of the time. Uh-huh. And what's your verdict, Dr. Scully? She snapped the elastic of his boxers against his hips. That you're talking too much, a necessary distraction, she knew for her benefit. And despite her words, she didn't mind one bit. Off. She tugged at his underwear again, pulling back from him just so she had enough range of motion to guide them down over his swollen shaft. He took the moment away from her to nudge her cutoffs down, leering at her when she leaned back on her hands and arched her back to the help. She jolted as the tender flesh of her bare ass met with the hot surface of the car, and he only laughed harder when she stuck her middle finger up at him for chortling. Her legs twined themselves around his hips, drawing him in, and he enjoyed the sound of her giggles as he danced his tongue lightly around her ear, causing her to squirm and squeal. It took barely three strokes of his cock up and down her slit for her wetness to coat him, and he moaned at their mutual need and desire, laughing as she gasped when he entered her. It was his goal to keep her distracted, keep her happy, and laughter was on the menu, so the moment he suspected she'd withdrawn into her introspective, the moment he saw the thought that she should not be enjoying herself cross her face, he brought out the jokes. Hey, Scully. Hmm? She shifted her hips slightly, and he started rocking into her. How do you make a pool table laugh? The corner of her mouth twitched, and he grinned preemptively. I don't know, Mulder. How do you make a pool table laugh? Tickle its balls. Oh my God, that's terrible, Mulder. She couldn't help but laugh at how bad it was, shaking her head. What did the sign on the door of the out-of-business brothel say? I don't know. Beat it. We're closed. She snorted, her body quaking as she tried to suppress her mirth. There's more where that came from. Her pussy clenched around him, and he grunted, trying to keep his pace even. Oh, God, go on, then. What's long and hard and full of semen? She grinned. Oh, I know this one, a submarine. He gave her a smirk and rolled his eyes. Actually, my cock. Oh, yeah? She bit her bottom lip trying to hold back her echoing smile. Well, why don't you put it to use then? Oh, you wound me, Scully. He clutched at his chest and she rolled with laughter. He waited for her to calm, her breast still coming in stuttered gasps before he moved one of his hands from where it rested on her thigh to the juncture between her legs, swiping at the moisture that was pooling and dragging it up to her clit. He circled the bead of nerves quickly and she gasped for a different reason. hips picking up a rolling rhythm to meet his. His other hand played at grazing all the soft parts he knew were ticklish. His mouth joining in the game as she trembled around his shaft, moaning now into the open air. It didn't take long for her to crest. It rarely did when her emotions were simmering just below the surface. And he chased his release into her, chanting her name mixed with declarations of love as he came. She sagged in his arms tucked her head under his chin, and clung tightly to him, humming softly as he hoisted her into his arms and carried her into the house to clean up. He'd rewash the car tomorrow. After they gathered blankets and cushions from inside, lay them out on the dry patch of grass, Mulder tossed the salad he'd prepped earlier, while Scully grabbed the bottle of Jack from the top shelf of the cupboard under the stairs, forgoing the glasses in favor of drinking straight from the dusty bottle. They ate and drank under the setting sun and when the stars emerged and the bottle was half gone, she whispered a quiet, are you disappointed in me? Never, he whispered back, just as quietly, so as not to disturb the night around them. I don't deserve you. You deserve everything, Scully, and more. She kissed him, earnest and soft and salty with tears. He loved her. He wasn't disappointed in her, It was just another Sunday in May. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there.